Yo, hello, what's going on? Hey, girl, hey, <laughs> you're silly. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the Young and the Reckless College Edition featuring Taylor and Leah Simone. Hey, hey, y'all, hey. So, um, basically, the point of this show is to talk about the real subjects as we become grown-ish, period. Okay, <laughs> y'all? Okay, okay, okay. Big period. Yeah. So, let's get into it. Taylor, introduce yourself. Let's go. Okay, so, hi, guys. My name is Taylor Donald. I am 19 years old. I am from Chicago, the west side Woo-hoo! to be exact. Okay. We're learning about that, everybody. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, she's a little Southsider. But um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I attend Illinois College. I am currently going to be a sophomore this year. I play basketball at Illinois College. I am majoring in communications with a minor in uh, um, business focusing on marketing and advertising. And I am going to be a RA as well this year. I'm a part of the Black Student Union, and for uh, for um, if you guys may not know, I go to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. So yeah, that's my whole little spiel. I'm gonna give it to Leah so she can get it off. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead and pass the mic over. My name is Leah Jointer. I am 19, Capricorn, all day, every day. Get with it. From Chicago, Illinois. Um, I attend the illustrious. Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee, HBCU, which stands for Historically Black Institution. Mm. All right, all right, nope. all right. Nope, I was wrong, everybody. His- Boom, but it's the inst- institution too. Get with it. And I am a political science and Spanish major, trying to be bilingual out here in these streets. And I aspire to be a lawyer. So let's get into the episode, Taylor. What what's the theme? What's so going on? guys, the theme to um the theme today is PWIs versus HBCUs or HBCUs versus PWIs. Get with it, get in tune. Um, as we Ooh. know, as we've said before, this is the college edition. So we're going to be talking about all the things that um go on and real subjects about what goes on in these uh HBCUs and PWIs, um, what are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? Um, how do we think about them? And also, like the facts are behind it. So we're going to give it, um, give it to Leah so she can kick it off. Go ahead, girl. Okay. Well, um, at my institution, Fisk University. Let me say it again. Let me say it twice for the people in the back. Um, Fisk is great. Um, they definitely give me that southern hospitality change of pace. It's a little bit slower in Nashville than Chicago. So if you're expecting something extra, extra fast paced like the city, you can you can just no, it's not it's not it. But what I will say, I have truly um met a family at this. They take care of me, though it is a very small institution. Um, they take care of one another. Everyone's always making sure one another is good. Um, they have so many different organizations on campus. Um, we have um, the Chicago Club, we have the basketball team, we have our volleyball team, we have our Fisk University Choir, as well as our um, other, oh my goodness, our other choirs. I mean, honestly, we have so much stuff going on on campus, I can't even keep up. 
honestly. Um, we have Divine Nine on campus. Woo-woo. And they be showing I on campus. I mean, it was everything I hoped for. My parents went to an HBCU, Rust College in um, Holly Springs, Mississippi, if you know what that is. Kudos to you. And that's all they talked about. They talked about Greek, like they talked about the food. They talked about the parties. Oh my God, the parties are wild. If you cannot handle yourself, don't come out in the bed. Um, but Taylor, what is what is the PWI life for you before we get into these questions? Um, okay, so the PWI life for me um is not as uh, lit as the HBCUs. I can honestly say, but um, because I go to a small. Uh, PWI in Jacksonville, uh, um, Illinois is like 30 minutes away from Springfield. Um, so my my college is a very uh, small type of environment, type of family environment, I should say. Um, for me, we have a lot of things going on on campus. Um, I'm also the uh, manager of the of the um, of the Blue Boys football team, so I am okay. around that all the time. Um, and like I said, I play basketball, so my whole type, my whole college experience is basically like that family atmosphere. I knew from the beginning that I wanted to go to a um, small college. Um, I didn't want to go to a big university. I knew I would freak out. Your girl would freak out around all those people. Um, and <laughs> plus, I was used to being around, um, being in a small environment all throughout my life. So I knew that's what I wanted in college. And I knew I wasn't ready for like a big university just yet. But um, we have parties, but I can honestly say it's not like the Chicago parties. It's not going to be like the HBCU parties. But, nothing um, like home. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing like home. So I honestly really just don't party down there or anything like that. I just stay focused on my schoolwork. And then when I come back home, we get it lit. We get it cracking. <laughs> no, I definitely understand that. Um, So tell me, like, what made you choose your PWI? Um, I honestly can say the reason why I chose my PWI was because um, this uh, institution was the first um, was the first and only one that gave me a lot of money. Um, I as I as I said before, I played basketball, so that was a big thing. I really wanted to play basketball. I had uh, six other offers, but this was the uh, best one so far with the um, with the scholarship um, that they awarded me. So um, I chose this school, and also the of the family atmosphere. Um, it's very uh, close knit. It's very close to home, even though I am in a um, a rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. I'm, um, it's like a small country town and, um, everybody is so nice there. Like you can't, um, walk around without saying hello in the morning. It might be seven in the morning. You trying to get to your eight o'clock and you look here rough and they're like, good morning, good morning. Definitely. <laughs> so, and that is yes. so different from the city atmosphere yes. because we do not speak up here no, at all. No, no, oh no. Like, they do that in Nashville too. Yes. And like, it was so crazy because. I never experienced it. Like, you know, in the city, if somebody say hello, you looking at them all crazy and stuff. But like, when <laughs> like I'm what down, you want, for money? Yes, yes. But uh, when I was down there, it was like, it was definitely out of the norm. And I really had to get used to it. And then, like, a couple months in, girls say, hello, good morning, guys. Hello, good morning, good morning, every single day. So, yeah. 
Y'all, Taylor out here being peppermint patty. You need to stop it. <laughs> yes, girl, yes. So tell me yeah. about you. What made you cho- uh, choose HBCU? So mine was similar to yours. I literally got accepted to every school I applied to. So I applied to every HBCU, uh, all the PW, majority of PWIs. So I really wanted to go to an HBCU just from what my parents and my cousin was telling me. My cousin goes to Howard. And I literally got accepted to everything except for three schools. I didn't get accepted into Howard because my um, SAT score was too low. Um, Harvard, but I definitely got the interview for Harvard. And Spelman. They wasn't trying to let me be great down there in Atlanta. So I'm over in Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, man, Fisk gave me the most money. And they were so persistent. Like, they were calling me, they were working with me, like, hey, this scholarship is open, and hey, you need to do this, and make sure you call this person, and it was even better when I got on campus, because I stayed in my financial aid officer's office. Like, I tell everybody this, that is the most important thing you can do in college, besides get good grades and connect with people. Like, if you stay with them, they will take care of you. They're gonna be like, did you do that scholarship? I told you to do that last week. See, but you want you want free school, but you don't want to do the work for it. Like yeah. they stayed on me. Um, and then I have family down in Nashville. My uncle is an alum of TSU. Um, and then my aunt works down there too. So it honestly, Nashville was the best choice for me. It wasn't my first choice. I initially wanted to go to Clark Atlanta. Um, Alabama A&M because I wanted that big school atmosphere I wanted I like being around a lot of people because I recently just graduated from Kenwood Academy in Hyde Park go Broncos and (laughs) (laughs) the school is huge everybody knows everybody it's literally like an HBCU except for it's high school so I had an HBCU before I had an HBCU period no big period (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, but I mean, I'm grateful for what I have, and it's and work and be okay with small things because my small things are gonna amount to big things later. Like I'm doing the groundwork for my sky rise, my thirty level. Like it's showing me how to really get into that grind more than what I was doing in high school. So I'm definitely grateful for it. Yes, yes, yes. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Thank you. Um, do you think you'd regret your decision of going to an H I mean to a PWI? Um, you know, to be honest, I <laughs> I was battling with this conversation myself when I was thinking about all of the um like 'cause mostly most of my uh friends from high school or people that I know went to HBCUs um and and my uh per, my best friends um they went to HBCUs so I was honestly thinking like man I should have went down there but you know what um to be honest it's important when you guys uh go to college and uh, and when you're thinking about college you need to know yourself um I know personally Definitely. for me if I, I know personally for me, I, um, I would have freaked out uh, in the beginning of going to a big university. Let's, let's just make that clear. Um, I went to Providence St. Mel. 
which is a small private school on the west side of Chicago. And I graduated with only um, 30 kids. So uh, I, yeah, so (laughs) compared to you, compared to you, it was was much different, much different. So I knew personally that I wanted to go to a small um, university. And honestly, do I regret going there? No. But do I want that HBCU experience? Yes. Um, I really, I really did want that HBCU experience. I actually applied to TSU and I really wanted to go. I said, if I, if that was the only school that I was looking at, cause I love Tennessee. My family's from Tennessee. So that was the only HBCU that I was really considering. So I said to myself, okay, if I get in here, if I get a good scholarship, then I'm going. Then no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And, um, the one thing that stopped me from going was because, um, Number one, they did not send me, they sent me, they they said that they had my financial aid and they gave it to me, but I could not log in and sign on for my uh, package. And then I was calling them every day. I was hounding them on the phone and they did not send it to me or they were taking me to different departments. So I was calling different departments trying to get in. And they said their system was down. Then I waited a couple of days for them to upload their system back on. And then they were saying they were still having problems. So eventually I just gave up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to move on. This is not what God had for me. It's not, it's not his plan. So I'm just going to move on, let it be. And I still, t- I still don't know to this day what I got for my financial aid. Um, and what I received Um, and then also the reason why I didn't go there was because uh, my mom looked it up and we found out that uh, they weren't going to be a credit that uh, following year for certain programs and so yeah so I I really took that into consideration because I didn't want to get down there and then I complete my first my first freshman year and I don't get the credits and I won't be able to transfer and if I transfer I'll have to be a freshman all over again and then um yeah so that was that was one big thing and then also the other thing is I know myself I know if I was just going there because if I would have went to an HBCU I was going to end up getting uh giving up basketball or either trying to walk on um those were my two options those are the two things that I was going to do but I knew I wanted to play basketball because I knew it would keep me focused I knew it would keep me um on tight rope um, plus, I love to play basketball, and I didn't want to give that up, really. Um, so that was another reason why um, why I didn't go. And then also, um, I didn't go because of the party atmosphere. Um, everybody was telling me that it's like parties almost every single day. <laughs> and I know me. And being around my people and our culture it ain't it nothing to hard. swag, sir. Yes, it ain't nothing to swag and sir for um uh no if you book like it's Ooh. just it's crazy and I know myself I would not turn down a party. <laughs> I know <laughs> I would not turn down a party. I Wait, swear. so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If TSU or maybe even Fix because you said you like the small school type of vibe called you or sent you an email saying, "Hey, if you want to transfer in, you know, your grades looking good, we can hook you up with some scholarships. What's your answer? What you doing? Ah, oh, my God. I can't believe you asked me that question. Um, <laughs> let's see. That would, I, I couldn't give you an answer. That would definitely be 
a hard decision and something that I will have to pray on and talk to my family about because it's not just about um my needs and my wants it's about also mm-hmm. um it's about also uh financial about, about financial support so if the money was looking right and um it wasn't going to cost as much moving down there and excuse me and living conditions was all right as well with the dorms and everything like that then I would definitely consider but at the same time if it was more for me to move down there than for me to stay at my college and institution right now then no because my whole thing is I'm not trying to put extra uh the extra extra burden on my um parents as it is now um it's not a burden anymore because I got a um I was I became an RA so they took off room and board and your girl only got to pay for $4,000 I hear so yeah so yeah it is it is definitely it is definitely um it is definitely about that um so yeah but still I don't know but what one thing that I can say is that if I wanted the HBCU experience all I got to do is just literally fly down there to where my friends are and kick it with them so that's why I say, like, I'm really not missing anything, really, because when it comes to homecoming and all these events, I can still go. I just got to plan it out and just fly down there. Now, I'm not around it every single day, but it's okay to have that for a spare of the moment for like a couple of days or for the weekend. So that's what I plan on doing um, in the future. I mean, Corona hit. I plan on doing it this year, so I don't know if I really can, but yeah, um, I'm trying to get yeah. to Howard's homecoming. Yes, yes, yes. That's something yes. I definitely want to experience. Yes, so, yes, yes. being that you're at a PWI, not to say that it's ever anything different from an HBCU in the question I'm about to ask, but what is that education aspect like? like like how like what do studies look like what do classrooms look like and teachers like how was that whole dynamic um you know if that's a that's a really good question because um this school reminds me so much of my high school it's ridiculous about and what I mean by that is the support of the teachers um my teachers in high school really supported me they were there for me every single day from 7 a.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. Like, if I needed extra help, they were there, and they would stay after mm-hmm. to help me and to make sure that um, that they did all they could to help me. And that's the same thing in college. Um, they are very understanding. They are uh, there to support you. Um, they don't want to see you fail. They don't want to see you fail. So they would do anything they possibly can to help you and I honestly thank them for that. I have the best connection with my professors, um, even the ones that I was, I had, I bumped heads in the beginning with. <laughs> uh, I have connections with them now, and I, I truly, truly adore them, especially when all of this stuff happened with uh, the coronavirus and how they took, um, how they took that into consideration. Um, also, um, my classroom setup, um, I can honestly say. Sometimes I'm the, I'm the only black person in my class. Okay. It's, it's definitely a culture shock. It's definitely a culture shock when you go to PWIs. It's definitely a culture shock. But however, you know, that doesn't bother me. Um, That doesn't bother me not one bit. I know I have to get used to it. Um, When you're going, when you're going to be in the corporate world, um, that's what you're going to see. Um, And 
I'm I was honestly it was a it was definitely a culture shock in the beginning, but honestly it just grew on me and I just had to accept it for what it is and it's that. Uh I definitely can say um being around that environment in the classroom and stuff like that, I don't feel any different. Um okay. I don't feel any less. Do you um, feel like you have to work twice as hard? Because maybe even three times as hard because one, you're African American and then two mm-hmm. You're a female African-American at that? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Okay. No, I don't. I don't feel like I have to work as hard or work as less um, because I come with it at the door. Um, I, yes, yeah, I let them, I let them Layla, know. I win. <laughs> she come with it at the door, everybody. At the door. At the door. Um, but no, I, I show my presence and I show who I am in the beginning. Um, and that's what I did for all my professors. That's what I did when I came into the classroom. Uh, you know who Taylor is. I make sure everybody knows that. I make sure everybody. Uh, I make sure everybody knows that around me. I don't. I don't slack off. Um, I might slack. I might slack off a couple of times, but I get right back on my feet. Um, and I don't feel any less or nothing because to to me, I just look at them as people. I don't look at everybody in my class as, oh, it's all whites around me. It's all, I I might feel like that, but at the same time, when I got towards the end of college, I looked at it as like, you know, I got accepted for what it is. They're they're people. Uh, I'm Black. I got accepted for what it is. I'm the only Black person in the room. It's fine. I can handle myself. And so that's what I... That that was my model that I became to um be- became to uh, embody when I was in college. Basically, was okay. I just had to accept it for what it is, and boom, there you go. Period. That's that's a boss mentality, everybody. That, yeah. That's how you get it done. Period. No Period. question. <laughs> we just sign the checks, everybody. Sign the checks. Yes, yes. So I have a question for you, Miss Leah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay, so tell me about um, about Fizz. Like, what do you think is uh, what I'm trying to say? Uh, what do you think? How do you feel basically being around everybody? Um, are you focused um, at the HBCU? Do you um, do, do you have like some disadvantages of being at HBCU? Like, tell me that whole type of spiel. Um, I definitely feel like it is a disadvantage sometimes. Because, um, I mean, I feel like, well, not even I feel like it's been shown that PWIs have more money than some HBCUs. And so being that mine is um, a much more smaller college, I mean, a university, I don't feel like we have all the funds that we need mm-hmm. um, for different things on campus. Like, I feel like sanitation could be better at times. Um, maybe even the food, or maybe that's just me, or even the facilities, like certain classrooms aren't up to date, but I mean, the education and the people there make up for it. Right. I will say that that is one thing that um, African-American people are great at. They're great at bridging that gap, you know? We may not have everything in the world, but we're going to put some sticks and stones together and make this look like a mansion instead of a hut. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. And so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, you good, you good. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, definitely that aspect. Um, I love the just the community itself because even though Fisk isn't that big, Fisk is everywhere. Fisk yeah. is literally everywhere. It's like, oh my goodness, they're connected with TSU um, and other different, and some of the PWIs, like they're in a little bit of everything. They're giving scholarships, not even scholarships, but internships everywhere. Like it's small, but it's working. We're like a colony of ants. Mm. Small but mighty. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, what do you think is the highlight of being at HBCU? Mm. The highlight. I want to say the highlight of being able to be a member of an HBCU is that family dynamic. Mm. I will say that because as soon as I got there, um, I felt welcome. I never met my, um, this is a true story. I moved in. I chose my school. I chose Fisk about a month or two before it was time for me to go to college and pick. And the day I was supposed to be moving in, I was writing down to Nashville and some random number texted me. Um, who is this? Like the feds? <laughs> And she's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I'm going to keep her name confidential. But um, she's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. And we're roommates. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And she told me how she got my number. Because I didn't want to ask and be rude. I was just like, man, they just giving my number out to everybody? Right. <laughs> I literally moved in, and she helped. And she was a native of Nashville. And she made me feel so welcome. She was like, I know a lot of people up here already, so you're going to be fine. We went to grocery shopping together, um, clothes shopping together a couple times. We studied together. We were somewhat around the same major. Um, and we just hung out um, the first semester. Or so the first couple of weeks, she just really helped me get acclimated to the city and the campus. Because let me tell you, my parents were trying to drop me off the first night. I said, uh-uh. I'm not sleeping in this dorm until you're leaving. Okay. All right. That hotel bed is calling my name. I'm not about this dorm life yet. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, literally my first night on campus, our room was set up really cute and she just made me feel really welcome. That is good. That is good. Well, since we are talking about real subjects, Let's get into the party life, ma'am. Like, what is the Greek life going on? Now, that is what I can honestly say I do want. I want that Greek life around me. That's what I really, really regret. Regretting not uh, coming to an HBCU because I just want to be around that atmosphere. So tell me how it goes down in these HBCUs. Woo! Taylor, let me, let me put it like this. Because divine nine is something serious. I don't. <laughs> it's something serious in a good way. They, there's some kings and queens, hands down. But I don't want to say anything that could potentially um, offend somebody's fraternity or sorority. So I'm gonna just say this: they are a great addition and dynamic on campus with um, um, campus life community yes. relations, making people feel welcome. 
Um, some have more um, events on campus than others, and some really don't have too many on campus. Um, but yeah, I mean, the parties that they throw, spectacular. That's yeah, swag, sir. Really Amazing. <laughs> and especially, just the FYI for those of us who do not know, when Nuck If You Buck comes on, stand against the wall. Touch the wall with one hand. Don't get in the middle. It's not your song. It's not your song. <laughs> At all. Yeah. That's not your song. So, watch out. Yes, yes. But, yes, um, yes. yeah, what about on your campus? Is it um Divine Nine on campus or no? Greek? It is not. It is it is definitely Greek life. Like they have um, lit societies, um and um what else they have? They have some. They have some other uh Greek life as well. But it's not Divine Nine. It's <laughs> unfortunately it's not Divine Nine. Um, I would love for that to happen and for that to come on campus. Um, but yeah. We do not have Greek life. That is the one um, disadvantage that I. That's one. That's the one thing I don't like about my um, PWI. Because you know some PWIs they still have Divine Nine. You look at mm-hmm. UNI for an example. They they definitely have Divine Nine and other PWIs. But for us, because we're such a small, um, we're such we're such a small uh, institution. We do not have that. And yeah, so that's what I'm trying to like work on of like bringing like black culture to, um, to, um, to this, uh, to my PWI that I have. So for an example, trying to add some lemon pepper to this salt and pepper. Yes, I really am. Like I would, uh, so because I'm a part of VSU, uh, this year we had our, uh, first, um, um ebony ball so for an example we it was basically it was hosted by the uh the black student union us and we played all the black songs from start to uh, from start to the uh to the end um whoa how was that (laughs) yes it was it was actually lit now that was lit (laughs) that was lit hands down um we got soul food catered um yes it was so good it was so good i missed i missed that fried chicken (laughs) oh my god we're 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 counting on having it again this year depends on how everything goes but um yes we all got dressed up we all had an amazing time um it was it was crazy seeing our our black culture come out and bringing that to the pwi and uh, to the um, to our PWI um, in Lake College, and it was just an amazing time for all of us uh, Black students on that campus to come together. And also, everybody was allowed to come. It wasn't just restricted to just uh, Blacks or anything like that. Um, everybody was allowed to come, um, and we That's had great. yes, we had a fun time. Um, we had a DJ and everything, and we just had an amazing time. We definitely played Nuck If You Buck. We played some of that cheap key <laughs> finito. We did all of that. We did all of that, and we had, like, the best time of our lives. I definitely would say that was my highlight there. Yes, that was my highlight. So um, being on the part, being a part of the um, the Black Student Union and trying to incorporate black culture um one of the things that i also want to do like for parties and like events that we have and we host um i was thinking about doing uh, a 90s theme uh, party that we have i was thinking about doing a wild and out type of um 
act that we have. And I saw that happen at HBCUs. I'm like, man, we should bring that here. It would be fun. It would be dope. And then also like a pajama jam. Like uh, I know, for example, Carbondale, uh, they have their uh, pajama jam. I forgot what it's specifically called, but it's uh, <laughs> it's the the capas the capas throw it. But um, yeah, so that's the type of pretty boy. Yes, yeah. So that's what we're trying to uh, bring. We're trying to bring that black culture to our school, and honestly, we're doing. We're slowly but surely, but surely getting there. We really are. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that is that's crazy. You out here bringing the culture to them. Yes, I'm trying. And you know I'm what? Trying. I totally commend you um for that because um a lot of people automatically think, oh my goodness, when I go to college, I have to go to an HBCU. Right. And there's nothing wrong with going to a PWI or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But as people of color, people with melanated skin in general, we have to spread our cultures and educate people who lack melanin because you want you want to educate these people you want to break the stereotypical barriers you want to invite them in because you know what if we don't who will and we're going to continue to have problems as we do now and I'm not saying that is the root to our problems at the moment or is that the solution to our problems at the moment but I'm saying that is the first step Yes, yes. You have and to I, be the solution. Yes, and I honestly say, um, I think that's another reason why I decided to go to a, a PWI too, is to bring that Black culture to these institutions. Um, is I know a lot of people that say, well, they don't have this, they don't have that. Well, you create that. You make that happen. Um, I can honestly say that I have plans on um, doing a lot of things this year. Hopefully I uh, can do that depending on how things go with COVID. Um, but yeah, if if you are ever feeling discouraged when you're at a PWI and thinking, man, they don't have this or they don't have that, it's, it's never, it's never um, an option to not uh, try to create something. The, the least they can tell you is no. And honestly, Definitely. I feel like that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm advocating. I'm advocating for our black culture at these at PWIs to bring that black culture out there. Make sure if you don't feel comfortable, uh, fix figure out a way to be comfortable. And that's what I'm doing here at my PWI Illinois College. And I can honestly say that it has really, really, really um, uh, brightened my horizons and expanded my horizons as well. Man. Well, I think we had a great first episode, if I do say so myself. Yes. (laughs) And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in our first episode. Best believe there will be more to come in the future. So this is not the last you will hear of the Young and Reckless College Edition. Yes. So make sure you stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. Um, Our whole spiel is about advocating the real 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 life subjects as we become mm-hmm. grown ish okay so stay tuned for the next episodes on the college edition and also with the younger reckless as well so make sure you guys stay tuned guys yes subscribe yes and hit that subscribe button peace y'all be safe bye mm-hmm.
Hi, my name is so and so and um from Chicago. Yeah.